to another episode of Kate and Isaiah Living Large. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Kate. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the uh, stigma of being a bigger person and having to always be that jolly, happy person uh, and the, what, what that kind of does to us. But before that, we're going to talk a little bit about updates some stuff we've been up to and gone and seen some shows and stuff. So let's start off with you. What have you been up to? Well, I mean, I talked about this in our last episode that I, by the time the last episode aired, I will have tried my first five minutes of stand-up comedy. So now I've actually tried my first five minutes <laughs> of stand-up comedy because magic of time and recording. <laughs> and it was so much fun. Uh, speaking of being the stigma of a jolly fat person, as this episode <laughs> presents, you'd almost think we timed it that way. What? It was so great. I managed to get a whole bunch of my friends and family to come to the show. So it was nice to see friendly faces out there, except Isaiah's because he doesn't support me we're, in any well, way. We're not, we're not friends anymore, as we, <laughs> we talked about already. We are now just business partners. Yeah, that's true. True story. Uh, <laughs> We're on the outs. Yep. <laughs> this is our this is our VH1 behind the music. <laughs> and uh, no, it was terrific. And I told some funny stories and or I thought they were funny, but people laughed. It was so great. It felt so good to hear people laugh at the things I said and to stand up on a stage and, you know, and f- through the context of this podcast, I wore an outfit that I was a little bit like, OK, should I wear this? Should I not wear that? Because it. With like a little bit of midriff, which is not my MO. It was, it was very daring of you. It was very daring of me. <laughs> I was like, I'm wearing a crop top in public. How dare I? <laughs> <laughs> I was told, so I asked uh, Matt, my comedian friend who was there, uh, how he thought you went. He was, he said, you were very confident up there. And that's like, he, for being your first one, confidence is being, is kind of the key to be successful in the business so. but was i funny i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> yes you were funny i i watched i watched it she sent me the recording it was pretty funny okay good oh, no that's nice of him to say and thanks for asking and telling me on camera you're welcome <laughs> you know, we, we have seen each other since then <laughs> i didn't even think of it until now. <laughs> um no and speaking of matt Yes, we went. So we went to the Funday Fringe Fest. We did, but uh, not together because not we're together. not friends. Yes, uh, and we saw Matt's uh, show, the the shit show, um, which is super funny. Um, it'll you won't be able to go see it because Funday Fringe Fest will be over by the time this comes out. But uh, definitely super funny to see, and they talked a lot about toilet humor and just a lot of really funny things. Well, and and not just toilet humor, but their their own. Um, uh, medical conditions that yeah. lead to literal toilet emergencies <laughs> <laughs> right? and turning it around into that sort of funny way. Cause Matt is kind of a master at the comedy. He is. And, um, Chris Hovey also so performed funny. and he didn't have any particular gastro issues, but he, his argument is that my life is a shit show, which That's I, right. I thought he killed when I saw it on Thursday. Yeah. Just he was really funny. So good. And I, like, I had tears in my eyes laughing and uh, was there any audience participation when you went? Uh, a little bit. The the per- so here's the thing with comedy, as Matt and others pointed out, it was like six o'clock in the afternoon, well evening. Um, <laughs> comedy's not supposed to be done that early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there was a little bit of audience participation, but it was a lot of just people chuckling. Okay. Well, when I went. There was a a woman sitting in the front row and I went to a 9 p.m. Thursday show, which is the time for that comedy is comedy show. That is comedy show optimal timing. And 
uh, all of a sudden this woman thought she was in the show. <laughs> and, and once she got a reaction from the from that, the first comedian, she kept going and she kept volunteering her her information. information I like it. Through, and it ended up being a hilarious part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Have you gone to any other Fringe Fest ones? Um, not yet. No. No, it's we still we're recording on Saturday today, so I, I may I may check out a couple There's tonight. Some tonight yeah. But I'm not positive. <laughs> I mean, this is really just a way to cover because I love the Fun Day Fringe Festival. It yeah. started by no, my good great. friend Sarah Rankin, who is just a dream, and I don't think she's as involved anymore. She, somebody else has taken over, but it is such an incredible thing to have in St. John. And yeah. next year when it comes around, we should all make efforts to support it and buy tickets and go see shows because what's cool is like a hundred percent of the ticket sales go back to the artists who are performing and it's such a great opportunity for local artists and people come from away to do stuff and it's a really neat concept and it happens all over the world so like we don't have to communicate what a friendship (laughs) is it's they've been around yeah no it's it's a it is great Uh, i went and saw bad bad boy that was that was really entertaining and funny yeah uh, it was like this guy basically doing a monologue of his uh dating life oh my god and it was super funny that sounds great maybe i should check that out tonight maybe he's single i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um i once put in an application for fringe because it's kind of done by a draw they yeah. choose like I put in a show and you have to have a show concept, but it doesn't have to be written. So I put in a one woman show called how to be a, how to be a badass, the Caitlin Dean how story. To be a badass. I still I like write it. that show. <laughs> oh, I think we should record that show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I think, Oh wait, we have one. You put out that you uh, are now 50 down 50 pounds. Yeah, I know it seems like not that much more because I was down 40 well before my deadline of March 11th. <laughs> And I creeped up to nearly 50 and I've been hovering. We've talked about plateaus over the course of several episodes. And I was hovering at that 47, 48, 46, 47, 48, 46 pound mark until earlier this week. Uh, I got on the scale at the gym and I was, I'd finally done it. I'm down like 52 pounds or something. That's super exciting. It is. And you know, it felt and this whole thing, and I've been very clear about this, and we've been very clear that it is not the number on the scale. That is just one data point set. And there's been a whole lot that's improved in my life uh, physically since doing this. And with you as well, right? Yeah. Oh, 100%. And it's really, truly not about the number on the scale, but it being a data point and then crossing that threshold after like dancing around it for months and months and months. And certainly not in an obsessive way. I didn't weigh myself every week or anything. I tried to limit it to once every couple of weeks, usually in time for this podcast so I could <laughs> communicate with everybody here. But um, I, but it did feel good to finally break that barrier. That's that's sweet. That That is exciting. And coincidentally, I was wearing the same gym outfit. <laughs> gym clothes? I don't know. <laughs> gym costume? <laughs> costume? <laughs> Well, okay, it's a performance for you. I get everything. It. Everything's a performance. Isaiah's. We'll get to um, <laughs> uh, gym outfit that I had worn the first day that I had taken progress shots before I started anything at my absolute heaviest. It was the same. I was like, well, this is a pretty good opportunity, a pretty good milestone. We're about almost eight months into yeah. the journey. And so I got somebody at the gym to take progress shots for me. And I put I posted them on Facebook, which I've not posted a ton on Facebook. <laughs> Isaiah and I, before we started recording, we're both discussing how many Facebook <laughs> friends we have. 
I have more. Um, <laughs> I need I need 800 friends, folks. 800. <laughs> Just friend eyes and Facebook to make them feel better. Because I know you're probably already friends with me. Um, <laughs> oh. well, see, this is why we're not friends anymore. <laughs> no, this is not why we're not friends anymore. It's all your fault. <laughs> and so... We uh, so I posted this progress shot and like a whole kind of exactly what I just said on the podcast about it's not been just about the number and feeling better, blah, 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 blah. But I reached this goal. My God, the engagement on this post is I'm so thankful for all of the encouragement and the affirmations and the likes and the it just it may, you know. We talk about the negativity of social media and how it can balloon and it can turn inward and be really negative, mm-hmm. but it also, those same feelings can be very positive. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you have the, the right community around it. Right. Yeah. And I, I certainly have surrounded myself with the correct 1874 people. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> All right. So now that I am thoroughly upset about everything, <laughs> let's uh, let's get to our topic. No, no. Tell me about you. What's your oh, What's your latest update? No one wants to hear about yes, me. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, I have been going to the gym, to get getting there relatively regularly lately. Uh, that little morning pocket has been pretty successful. Um, I have floated at three hundred. I've just been kind of sitting there at three hundred. Um, so I haven't really made any progress in the, the going down department, but progress in actually going to the gym on a relatively regular basis. So that's a positive for that sure. That is a huge positive. And just just getting it, in a bed and going. <laughs> yeah. The consistency is key. That's a, yeah, no, a hundred percent. You can just even get to the gym as the, the start of it. <laughs> I mean, there's a girl at the gym this week who sprained her ankle last weekend oh. and she's been coming and not, you know, she's been very tender with it and like, not doing anything to re-injure or anything like that. But for her, and I get this, the act of losing the consistency of just going to the gym would could be detrimental. Yeah, for sure. And so I, I totally get that creating the habit. Once it's a habit, it's a habit. Right. Yeah. It's just about being consistent and doing something consistently. So, yeah. yeah. But let's talk about our topic. Okay. Let's talk about... Having to be the jolly, funny person all the time as we talk about your comedic, comedic uh, debut. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I know for me, it, there is, it is kind of a, a veil at times of just being always happy. Yeah. What about you? What you? I mean, I think it's become such a part of my personality and I don't, I've always, <laughs> I've always, I've always been a tall person. <laughs> I'm laughing because my sister asked me if it was if I was making an inside joke just for her every time I said I was really <laughs> tall when I was young. Anyway, because she said I laugh hysterically every time. <laughs> but anyway, I really was tall when I was young. And so I've always been larger than everyone else. Even if I wasn't necessarily fat as a child, I was definitely bigger than everyone else. And I think it just became one of those things where when you're a tall kid and a big kid, you're expected to be more mature because, and I fell into that expectation handily. Like you just become more mature and then that kind of evolves over time. And then I was a bullied kid. So I kind of went pretty inward. And then the right at the end of high school, I started to say the things out loud that were coming into my head. They were called jokes. (laughs) And then when I started to get a little bit of feedback on them, I was like, like positive feedback. I was like, Oh, people like when we laugh at ourselves. 
And that's kind of where I've gone. It was, it's always been easier for me to make the joke first at my own expense. Right. And then to, then to let somebody else make it for me, because when somebody else is making that joke, it's awful. If I'm making that joke, psychologists would tell you that that's also awful. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but, but at least I'm protecting it almost became a shield. Right. And, but then it's become so part of me that I, I like, being center of attention for the for that how about you i do like being the center of attention uh i i definitely use it as like a veil at times right uh because for whatever reason it feels like if you're a bigger person if you're not always happy then people like look at you differently weirder um and yeah obviously joking is always making fun of your own expense is definitely a protective thing where you're trying to save yourself from the the what everyone else is gonna think of you right and i think that's kind of what comedy in general is like talking about like going to matt's thing in the shit show there um it that was basically what they do is they use their life as a joke and yeah so not it, their whole life just, no, like, just like one portion of it sure that, like, your whole life isn't a joke well <laughs> I talked I, I talk to Matt about that. <laughs> Love you, Matt. <laughs> I, I just met you, Matt. I don't feel that strongly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and comedy is is taking your your life, the the things that happen in your life and using them to your advantage, right? Like that's kind of what it's all about. Or as as a therapeutic sort of thing, especially when you do it in a public way. I mean, yeah. there's a reason that you and I started this podcast is because, I mean, one, for, you know, the the accountability aspect of it. And because we like to talk to each other and we think we're pretty hilarious. So, Sometimes. <laughs> so who he thought maybe other people want to listen to us too. <laughs> <laughs> and not just sitting at uh, big tide and not just sitting at big tide. <laughs> um, but, but there's also that aspect of it that we do like attention. And I think there's part of that. And I think there's, there is some stress that comes along with being that kind of person where, because not everybody can be up all the time. Right. But I know for myself, if I'm even having like a little bit of an off day and I'm not smiling every time I see someone, which is, I will say is abnormal for me. Um, people are like friends, not just random people on the street, but people are like, oh, what's wrong? Is everything okay? It's like, Oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm just, not smiling right and then they're like no really is something wrong i'm like well okay <laughs> since you asked <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah there's the, uh, there's this feeling and i think this is just uh, in general for everyone there's this feeling like you don't want to burden people with your problems because everyone has problems and of course my problems aren't aren't any worse or more important than their problems. Oh, and I feel like my problems are less important than other people's, which is another thing that I have to work <laughs> on. <laughs> and, uh, and I think too, when I, I even think about like going to the doctor with pain and things like that, I often, for a long time, I used to avoid going to the doctor because I was always afraid that the answer was always going to be like, you need to lose weight. Yeah. And sometimes that's true. Yeah, for sure. But I, I don't need to go to a doctor to say you need to, but sometimes there's actually th other things that are going on. I'm lucky that I have we've talked yeah, about this we've before, talked really before. great medical care that will listen to me and not just say, well, lose, lose some weight, lose some weight. Cause it's that easy. Um, 
Yeah, and I think that that's definitely a huge part of it too. But I think uh, looping back to the, the topic, it, like us poking fun of ourselves and always having to be the happy person. Uh, sometimes even that can take a like mental weight on yourself because you know you, you sometimes you do definitely have those. Everyone has those bad days, um, but then having to go out and pretend to be happy all the time sometimes can can be a little mentally taxing as well. It's a it's a catch twenty two for me. For me, it's a catch twenty two in that in some ways, like you, I'm like, yeah, it can be a bit taxing, but on the other side of it, you kind of fake it till you make it. Yeah. For me, I find like if I am exercising that persona of, you know, being that like outgoing happy person, all of a sudden I can kind of almost coach myself into being that. Yeah. No, I get that. Uh I that sometimes it's it is about just you know getting out there and I I am a very social person my battery is very charged through being out and about and talking to people so I totally get that my mine is not I I, I we've talked about this before we yeah. talked about this at the area five six episode I'm an introvert that's right but one that acts like an extrovert <laughs> and because I genuinely like people and I genuinely like listening to stories and being, I really like being in small crowds, like being at a bar and like just chatting up a random person sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and, but it's more about understanding somebody on a deeper level. And then I can think about that and apply that to other situations and really consider it. But a big crowd of people, like, no, (laughs) that is not where I get my energy. I love crowds of people and being around lots and lots of people. It's always, it's always, it's always been. And people love being around you too. Sometimes. Except for uh, this one over here, you know. No, we should tell the story of why we're not friends anymore. It's because Isaiah came into the bar last night and I was sitting alone at the bar and he didn't even invite me to his table and then also didn't sit me at the bar until like way later. It's like, oh, you could pull up a chair with us. I was like, no, thanks. <laughs> Whatever. I wanted to save all our banter for this podcast. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> it, it is 100 percent working. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, comedy has always been uh, definitely a outlet for a lot of people, especially bigger people tend to gear towards the the comedy side of things well and that whole mask thing like i struggle i shouldn't say a struggle but i don't like eating in front of other people right I do it but like oh especially going through to a fast food place and there's strangers around i just know that people are judging that yeah and they don't know that i've been to the gym four times this week and i'm treating myself to a whatever and whatever and it's none of their business but i don't like to be in a situation where somebody is I, I don't you know, like because being, there is an assumption made be like a situation arose this week where I was explaining a situation to a stranger and uh, they, they, they asked, they said, Oh, this other person in the story, what is their physical stature? And, com- and I was like, Oh, they're smaller than me, but that's not why there's an issue there because right. this person didn't know me from a hole in the ground, a large hole, apparently. Um, <laughs> but they made an assumption that someone else would have a problem with the way I presented. They don't know that I'm doing like, all the doing all the stuff and involved in all the things. And generally that's a non-issue right? in terms of my public persona here in St. John. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. 
And you actually, we, you had made the comment uh, earlier when we talked, we were talking about that, that if it wasn't for what everything we've been doing in the last like months, that like months, six months ago, that would, would have been a completely different. Oh, I would have been, I would have been on the floor. Well, no, I wouldn't have given them the satisfaction of knowing that, but I definitely would have gone home and bawled. But instead it became kind of a funny anecdote to be like, can you believe what this person said to me? <laughs> it, it was kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I think, would, uh, do you have anything else you want to touch on on this subject? I, I think we're good. No, I, you know, I think I, I think what an important point to bring it around is that I think that everyone, not just large people, I think everyone wears a mask. For sure. I mean, Shakespeare talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> all the world's a stage and all the people merely players. Yeah. So if old Billy Shakespeare is saying it, it's something that's been around for a long time and it's not exclusive to... Yeah, wait, it's everybody goes out and wears the persona of some kind because we all feel like we need to prove something and and or not prove something. We just need to present a certain way. And I, I very much appreciate this podcast and just living life authentically. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that was a lame Gross. thing to say. <laughs> it's like, let's synergize. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do like that we can be genuine people in this scenario. And I feel like, I mean, of course there's a certain amount level of performance that goes along with it, but I, I tend to feel pretty comfortable. Yeah. I, I think I, I definitely, th this podcast has definitely been very therapeutic just to be able to talk and talk about stuff that some people just don't ever actually get to talk about and stuff. So yeah, it's been really great. And so thank you all for listening. Yes, Thank and you for listening to our banter and our talking and actually sometimes paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And thank you to everybody who's donated so far yes. to our Buy Me a Coffee Fund. We're on our way. We are on our way to a new mic. Yeah. Thank you for everyone that's uh, donated. And if you want to donate, you can always uh, look at the link. It'll be in the description below if you're on YouTube. Uh, and I think on Spotify, it'll be somewhere on there. It's also in our link tree uh, on Facebook. So, And then we can like have another guest again without it hurting your ears. <laughs> yes, that would be exciting. We have a great guest lined up soon. Yeah, we do. And uh, and also, we can. I'll share my progress shot when I share the social media posts about this. You know, because I'm an attention or heck, I'm an attention seeking person. Very well. I mean, we would not be <laughs> having a podcast if we weren't attention seeking people. Yeah, <laughs> but I do. We thank you all. Um, but. Until next time, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me uh, as Caitlin Dean on Facebook, at the Caitlin Dean on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Fat Caitlin on um, TikTok, and at KD, Kate, no, that's at Kated or Kate D on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Isaiah? I, I am Maritime Bruce everywhere, and we are on Facebook as Kate and Isaiah Living Large. Uh, and then, of course, if you are just listening audio, you can jump over to YouTube if you want to watch the video. Uh, and if you're on YouTube, if you could like, subscribe, and you know, share it out there, that would be much appreciated. But until next week, bye. bye.